Hi, I'm Gary Bembridge. Join me for this edition of Tips for Travellers, where we visit the Harry Potter Studio Tour at Leviston near London. I'm Gary Bembridge, and this is Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. Each month, a new destination is featured with recommendation, advice, and tips based on the first-hand travel experience I gain from the two to three times a month I travel all over the world. You may also want to check out the Tips for Travellers video podcast, a sister podcast which features videos I've made of hotel rooms or attractions with commentary and recommendations linked to the destination featured each month in this audio podcast. To find out more, visit tipsfortravellers.com. For travellers is spelt with two L's, the UK way, or email me at gary at mytravelreviews.co.uk. You can subscribe to one or both of the podcasts by searching for Tips for Travellers or Gary Bembridge on iTunes or your favourite podcast directory. It's been the home and the host for filming of each of the Harry Potter films. So all of the Harry Potter films were made here at Leviston. Now, on the site... What they've done, in addition to keeping it as a working studio, uh, making films such as Sherlock Holmes and so on and so forth, they've also opened this very extensive and very comprehensive Harry Harry Potter, should I say, studio tour. And it opened at the end of March 2012. And I think it's going to be a massive, massive new attraction on the London sort of tourist scene. The official name of the tour or the experience is The Making of Harry Potter, Warner Brothers Studio Tour. It's a huge and very expansive tour that is spread across two massive warehouses. There's a back lot, and unlike attractions at theme parks, it does not have any thrill rides. So it's not a traditional theme park as such. It has no thrill rides. But unlike theme parks, including the Harry Potter sort of themed parks uh, in the US, it does have all of the original sets original props, original costumes, and the thrill for fans of knowing that you're actually standing where the films were made on the stages where the films were made. And the most impressive set, which was used in every single film, being The Great Hall. And it remains in the exact location, exactly where all of the scenes in The Great Hall were shot. So if you're a fan, this is kind of really, really exciting. Now, Warner Brothers recommend you allow a good three hours to do the tour. And I reckon you could easily spend that if you're a fan, as there's so much to explore and so much detail to explore. So what do I see as the positives of the Harry Potter Studio Tour? First of all, it's not a cheap trip. Adult tickets cost £28, which, based on the exchange rate, is sort of around about 35 up to $40. US Children aged 5 to 15 are £21, so it's not that much less. So it is a pretty expensive uh, trip. And, of course, you still also have to get there outside uh, of London, and there are a number of ways you can get there, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. However, in my view, it really is worth it if you're a Harry Potter fan, as it's very comprehensive, it's very detailed. There's a huge, huge amount of detail Uh, has gone into this tour. And if you're a fan, it's very exciting. I mean, you're only going to go once. You're not going to go back a second time unless you're completely addicted, I guess. What they have done is they used timed entry tickets to control and to control the crowds. You cannot buy tickets at the venue on the day. You have to book in advance on the website. 
Now, the good thing about this, it means there's very limited queuing and there's lots of space within the tour. And you can actually see just how much space in the videos and the photographs I took that I've put on my site at www.tipsfortravelers.com. Or you can actually search on YouTube for the Tips for Travelers uh, section and you'll find there a video of the tour. But what you'll see is it's very spread out, there's lots of space, and it's not at all crammed. And this is great. They don't kind of cram the place full, full of people. You can book an audio tour when you book your ticket, or you can actually buy on the time. There's also a brochure. And the audio tour, it, you know, takes you through. If you talk English, it's, uh, for those who are fans, it's Malfroy who actually does the, the, the tour. And that's very interesting because, of course, it adds lots more detail uh, and so on. Now, what else did I see is the key positives. Um, the third key positive is the Great Hall. Now, this is at the start of the tour, after there's a welcome video to the tour, which tells you a little bit about how it all came about, the history of Harry Potter and so on. And then there's a very short film where the actors playing the three main characters, Harry, Hermione and Ron, actually talk about growing up because, of course, they started making these films at the Leveson Studios around about 10, 11, 12, based on, on, on which of the characters you're talking about. And they finished, you know, when they were 20, turning 21. So they kind of grew up very much at the studios and they talk about that. Now, the Grand Hall as I've already mentioned, was used in all of the films. It's a massive, massive set. It has a stone floor, you know, a genuine stone floor was, was put in. It still has all the very long tables that were used in the films. It has lots of the costumes that were used across the years. And they also explain to you how they used to do the roof because the roof is just in the set was just lights and they show you a little bit and they talk about how they actually had all the special effects in, in, the, in the ceiling of the Grand Hall. The next key positive were they have original sets of many of the the sort of iconic uh, and really important uh, scenes or, or sets. And the ones that are particularly impressive is Dumbledore's office. This is a massive grand set. It really is quite something. They have the Gryffindor common room and the boys' dormitory, which was used, of course, a lot in the films. They have the potions cl classroom. They have the Weasley's kitchen at the hollow. They have Hagrid's cabin, they have Professor Umbridge's office, and sections of the Ministry of Magic. So it, it's really, it, it's amazing just seeing all these sets and what they really kind of look like, uh, often, of course, before they added special effects to them. So the original sets are really, really, really worth seeing. I think another big highlight for me, and I think for many people, will be the what they call the Creature Workshop. And there's a great series of films here explaining how the mask, the monsters, Hagrid's huge head was made uh, and, you know, how they created all these kind of uh, real effects uh, versus the CGI effects. And you actually get to see some of the, uh, the heads kind of moving and talking and how they use them. Very, very interesting indeed. So that's the Creature Workshop. Then probably one of the big highlights is Diagon Alley. Now, m most of you will know Diagon Alley, I think, was in all of the films. And actually, the Diagon Alley, in, apparently, in the films was never the same because they used to use ad shops, take shops away, and so on. But what they've done is they've taken some of the, the most popular shops and they've created this, this alley, this Diagon Alley, which goes from Gringotts at the bottom, which is, of course, the bank. Uh, right up at the top, you have the Weasley's Joke Shop. And that really is, is quite something and, and is, is really, really a popular part. So you, you can stroll through Diagon Alley. It's very popular and, and pretty impressive. There were two other big highlights that I think are worth talking about. 
They have a whole section dedicated to models and design. Now, before you, you, you know, once you actually enter, exit Diagon Alley, they, there's a section on how they kind of imagine design the buildings. And it's quite incredible because you, you see the detail that they drew, the kind of architectural drawings. It's, it's literally like they were building real houses, real castles. And then there's a whole series of white paper models, which are relatively small, where they would create in white paper what the various sets would look like. So whether it's Hogwarts or whether it's a village or whatever. And, and you get to see all that. And it's really, really interesting. And then what happens is, is once you exit all that, you enter this room, this massive big room, and you have the Hogwarts school model. And this is impressive. I had, I'd known it was big, but I had no sense of the scale of the thing. It's about 30 feet high from right from the base right to the top. So it's massive. That's about three stories high. And what this was used for is in all the films, it's used for all the long shots of Hogwarts. So if they were sort of sweeping in uh, and so on, that wasn't CGI. This was the actual model. There's something like two or 3,000 lights inside. And it's, it's amazing. It's just absolutely incredible. And they've used that as, as the thing at the end of the tour. And wow, it's just amazing. And they do a whole lighting effect, taking it from daybreak through, through into the night. Very, very, very impressive. And again, you can see photographs of that on the blog at www.tipsfortravelers.com. Or uh, if you watch the video on YouTube or on the blog post, you, you'll see it. But that's really, really impressive. The other positive is the gift shop. Now, it depends. This could be a positive and a negative. I didn't buy anything, but real fans will like it. It's packed full of replica school costumes, wands, lots of the props. It's very large, but it is also pretty expensive. You can spend literally hundreds of pounds, and they do have replica uh, wands and replica broomsticks, you know, going for a couple of hundred pounds. So, so it's, it's for the real diehard fan. Um, but there are little nicks and nicks and nacks and small bits that you can also buy. What were the less positive things? Mm, there's probably probably two things that I thought were less positive. Um, of course, as I mentioned, it's all the original sets. But unfortunately, of course, it does lack some authenticity because clearly when you're filming, you know, sets are dismantled, they're destroyed, they're moved about. And then, of course, they've been reassembled and laid out in a sort of a logical way for visitors. So whilst it's really fascinating seeing all these sets, there is a sense of kind of um, lack of authenticity, other than, of course, the Great Hall, because not only is it still all there, but it's, you know, it's knowing actually where it was and, and where it was filmed on. But still, you know, that's probably a nitpicking uh, in reality. Um, and also what's important is they'll have cabinets and displays where they just have all of the props, which, which kind of probably compensates for that. Uh, the only other thing that I did think was kind of less positive was the back lot. I did think the back lot was disappointing. In the back lot, you get to see a small section of Pivot Drive, uh, which is where uh, Harry used to stay with his aunt and uncle, which was, they just got sort of a little bit of the house there. You've got the night bus there. You've got the Hogwarts Bridge in the original Potter's house. It's just the back lot feels a bit like a space linking the two sections of the tour together where they've dumped a few things, which is probably being a bit unkind. But it, 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 did, it was disappointing overall, the, the back lot, I felt. But again, in the scheme of things, it wasn't that bad because you still get to see you know, some of those kind of key things, the Hogwarts Bridge, Potter's house, night bus, and so on. So overall, I'd really recommend it if you're a fan. As I said, the studios are near Watford. It'll take 
a good morning or afternoon to actually go there because you've got to travel out of London. There are many, many different ways you can get there. There's a number of uh, kind of organized bus tours, which might be worth doing because it's a little bit fiddly to, to find. So it's probably worth actually looking for a package where you get a bus tour, you, you get taken then taken back to central London. There's also a bus that the tour uh, runs, which is all nicely decorated with kind of Harry Potter uh, you know, images and talks about the tour that you can actually get and that commutes to and from London. And you can find out details of when that runs, where to pick it up, etc. on the website. All the links are on the posting on Harry Potter at tipsofthetravelers.com. So if you go there, search for Harry Potter and you will find much more. This is a new attraction to London. It's opened. It's very popular. Uh, it's really worth seeing if you're a fan. It is a little bit out of uh, out of the way if you're kind of visiting London and you're kind of centrally based. But if you're a fan, I would strongly recommend it. It's not a cheap day, but it's kind of really, really quite fun. So until then, here's to lots of happy travels. You've been listening to Tips for Travellers, the global travel destination podcast. A new destination with first-hand based advice, recommendations and tips is added each month. If you subscribe to the podcast, thanks for your support. If you don't, you may want to consider subscribing by searching Tips for Travellers or Gary Beveridge on iTunes or your favourite podcast directory. You can then subscribe to the Tips for Travellers Global Travel Destination audio podcast or the video podcast with hotel rooms and attractions. To find out more, visit tipsfortravellers.com where travellers is spelled the UK way with two L's or email me at gary at mytravelreviews.com dot co dot uk